Happy anniversary, Heroes 101. It's Allison, a.k.a. Sakura Tora from the Virginia Initiative branch. I have to say, my favorite episode is still the Halloween Fright Fest from 2013. It was super fun, and I mean, it's Halloween, so duh. Anyway, um, have a great show, guys. Love you. How you doing? <laughs> and uh, as usual, we have our stalwart colleague, our comrade in arms on the uh, soundboard is Mr. Nightbug. Good evening, sir. Uh, I could pull a better cartoon out of my ear. <laughs> hey, whoa! Wasn't that great, kid? <laughs> Classic. Already? Hey. Already. How's it going? You know, I, I ran the last show solo because you guys were away doing something really cool, which we should talk about, actually. But uh, I, I ran the last show solo, and I, I suck on the soundboards. I'm not a multitasker. I think they say it's not natural for men to do that, right? We're, we're kind of single-minded beasts, and, uh, yeah, I I couldn't pull off the sound. So I apologize to our listeners who are missing uh, missing Nightbug's singular skills. <laughs> skills are stretching it. <laughs> Yeah, and I heard you did a good job anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> multitask away. That was awesome. You know, I, well, I say I was flying solo. We we had some awesome guests on the last show. The last show was a pretty serious one by our standards because, you know, we spent a lot of time just dicking around and being dicks and, and other things to do with dicks. <laughs> um, but uh, last show was serious. It was all about uh, the impact of uh, Trump on, on America and the uh, you know ways to keep each other safe and and we're we're hoping to do a follow up on that pretty soon. It it was something that I uh, underestimated my ability to talk uh, to talk for an hour and it flew by and we didn't cover even half of what we were anticipating. So uh, we'll be uh, we'll be revisiting that with with the same awesome guests as well pretty soon. So watch that space. Absolutely. Yeah, so you know what I want to. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I want to be part of that. I was going to say I absolutely want to be part of that next one because yeah, from what I heard it was. It, it was a really good show, so you didn't really need the sound bites. No offense, Nightbug, but you really didn't need them for that no one. Taken. <laughs> and you know what? We um, Lisa, who was on the on the show, um, the, the last one that we did about, and and she she she's got a very particular um, a, a set of opinions on, on the whole election and the aftermath of it. In that she was part of the the Clinton campaign and, and kind of saw that side of it and. You know, um, and and the loss from that side of it, but also is is the mother of a transgender daughter, and and you know had some really really 
thought-provoking and poignant things to say about her, you know, her daughter's personal opinion of, you know, the fear that's been generated in the world um, since the election. And, and it was, um, so, and, and she uh, she's actually part of the um, Million Women March that they're doing in Washington, D.C. in January, you know, around the inauguration, essentially a, a protest against uh, against hate crimes and, and the, the build-up of, of uh Violence against minority groups um, that's going to be in Washington D.C. So it could be a, it could be a good time to catch up with her and see how all of that's going. And uh, she's got some very very cool ideas that we didn't cover last show about realistic practical things that people can do to help both politically and, and just in everyday life, which uh, is is pretty damn cool if you ask me. Um, but Absolutely. we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves because uh, we haven't even explained who we are and what we do. So uh, I don't know who are we, Rock. We are Heroes 101 Radio. We are created by a group called The Initiative. It's a nationwide and now international group um, of what some people, especially the media, would call real-life superheroes. We're just a bunch of average Joes trying to do good deeds around our community. And with that in mind, we thought we should have a way to reach more people and uh, help enable them to live a safer, happier, healthy life, which is why we pull on all these amazing guests and have um, a ton of topics. We're not just a one-trick pony show. We have so many different ways to um, improve, just improve your life and improve the world around you. That's who we are. That's what we do. We hope you like it. Wow. That was that was a good summary. You know what, as well, <laughs> I, I've been thinking and, and – I was kind of thinking this whole thing through today, and you know, um, I made some really flippant comment a while back about um, Ted Mills, who's part of the uh, part of one of the, the the founders of the Legacy Initiative in Salt Lake City, who do an amazing job. If you haven't seen um, the the Taking Initiative Nation of Heroes documentary episode on the Legacy Initiative, it, it's incredible. Um, and uh, Ted does this thing on on Facebook. If you if you're not Ted's Facebook friend, I feel like everybody should be Ted's Facebook friend because he he does this thing on on Facebook every day um, called Deep Thoughts from Yours Truly, and they really genuinely are deep thoughts. And um, flippantly, I, I described them in the past as um, what Mr. Miyagi's hands were for Daniel Sun's leg. Ted Mills's deep thoughts are for my brain. Like it really is. It's like the because I you. Uh, we're we're of an age where we remember Karate Kid and Daniel Sun's leg being broken in 18 places or whatever it was, and Mr. Miyagi rubbing his hands, putting him on Daniel's leg, and suddenly this fixed. And that that's what Ted Mills' thoughts are for my brain. Um, and I uh, and uh, but I've I've been having one of these deep thoughts for yours truly. Like my first one of my own. I didn't borrow from from Ted um, recently, and and it's all about the fact that, and and maybe this is again an age thing. <clears throat> I, I find I. I um, I ruminate a lot more about the consequences of things these days. And, and, you know, it's been kind of dawning on me that every decision point you get to in your life, big or small, whatever, whatever it is, there's an avenue of creation and creating something optimistic and positivity, uh, positive in, in that avenue. And there's an avenue of, of negativity. There's, you know, almost destruction. It can be creating something negative and, and, the negative avenue is always the easiest. It's always easiest to put someone down rather than build them up. It's always easy to ignore someone rather than help them, to you know, talk smack about someone rather than, than saying something good. Um, the, easy op- the easy option is, is the most comfortable one. It's the path of least resistance. And, and so many people 
um, end up going down that road. You know, it, it's a natural thing to do. It, it's hard to do the right thing. It's hard to do good. Um, but, you know, we talked a lot in the last show about the world isn't the same as it was, you know, a year ago when we were doing our third anniversary, which has flown by. Um, the world isn't the same as it was. You know, it, it's a scarier place for certain minority groups. And for anyone who just gives a shit about fellow humans, which everybody should, it's it's a different place. It's a more hostile world these days. And everybody, I think, should be focusing on what are the choices I'm going to be making today and how do I make that right choice? How do I create something positive rather than the make the choice that creates something negative? And it can be as small as holding open a door. It can be as small as giving someone a compliment. It can be as big as standing up for the little guy and, and, and doing something that, that really changes someone's life. But those decisions, I kind of feel, are cumulative. And the more people make those right decisions, the better the world becomes. And it's just a war of attrition against hatred and anger and, and, all, and fear and all those negative things that are so prevalent at the moment that, uh, you know, I... I I, I kind of strongly believe that that's the road we're going down, and, uh, and and that we can all influence that in a positive way. So, wow, that was that, that was my deep thought for yours truly for today. That's a wonderful deep thought, and you know that is what the uh, uh, that's the whole premise of Heroes One Hundred and One. I I think that's why we're still here four years later. Is that uh, we're built on that belief that. Um, we need more positivity. We need to give people more tools for creating uh, positive outcomes. And um, we need to be able to talk about, about things that, that are uncomfortable, which we've done in a few, a few of our shows uh, to try to come to some understanding. And, and that deep thought, speaking of summaries, I, I, I think that that pretty much sums up what we do here if you're a first-time listener and you're going, what is the show about? What, what do you guys talk about? Well, if you could think of a subject that, that you want to hear more about that you think would help your fellow man in a specific way, um, we would love to make that a topic, topic of our show. In fact, I think, you know what I think, Specter? I think I'm going to put that out there today to anyone who wants to call in or join our chat room. We have a few people in the chat room. Hello there. Uh, and um, suggest to us uh, what you would like to to have on our show, a topic that you think would help to, just like we said, help you to live a healthier, safer, happier um, life. And I bet you we'll get some really interesting responses tonight. But they should know yeah. our archive. They should know what we have and haven't covered. True. There's a few things that we've covered a bunch of times. Yeah. And some there's some things that could be given a new spin. True. You know, you know that that reminds me. We have um put out 105 shows in the past 4 years. So, oh, like right. Nightbug just said, 105, right? So, if there's something that you're thinking that we should do, um don't be afraid to to bring it up. If you want to call in, we'll let you know if we've already had it on the show or if there's a new way to to look at it. So, um, 105 shows. It's so many things that we've talked about that, that uh, like I said, if I were just a listener, I know I'm a little biased, but if I were just a listener, I'd think, geez, they've had everything from nightclub safety to superfoods to anti-bullying to, oh, my gosh, just, you know, live shooter scenarios. And 
that's insane. How many stations do you know that are on the radio right now that have that type of content for you and for free? I know. Pretty cool. We should be charging you, but we, we aren't because we, we love you. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> well, for those people who are thinking, are these guys still going? Like, what have they got left to talk about? I, I know a guy who runs an <laughs> Indiana Jones podcast, which has been running for nine years, only talking <laughs> about the Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones movies. He's done over 400 episodes, and, and he's still going. So if if they can still be talking about Indiana Jones, we can still talk about good stuff, right? Right? Good I mean, freaking grief. 400 shows. Like, I'm, I'm trying to picture the minutiae they've gotten into. Like... Did you da, notice da, da, how we had a different da, da, cat in the third movie da, 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 than you did in the first movie and da, da, stuff like that? Da, 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 da. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> you know what, though? Talking about geek stuff, my, my deep thought reminded me today that it could be possibly due to reflecting on the most important philosophy that stuck with me my whole life, um, Star Wars. And we have a new Star Wars movie coming out this week, and and honestly, yeah, it really. Yes. <laughs> Two more sleeps until I'm there in that movie theater. And you know what? I, I don't care if it's not going to have Jedi. I don't care if it's a prequel again. It looks freaking awesome. And it's more Star yeah. Wars. And Star Wars is the greatest thing in the world and it has some pretty deep stuff in it as well. So stop hating, folks. Go and see Rogue One. Yeah, you know, if you hate Star Wars, um, we're done with you. You, can, you, you don't. You don't want to listen to this show. We. I think there are three of the biggest nerds that you've ever seen for Star Wars on this show. So, um, yeah, we won't bombard you all the time. Although, just you talking about Rogue One, I think. I. I don't know. Maybe next week's show. I don't know. We could have a discussion. Maybe. Maybe. That means, maybe. That means we have to be able to see it. By Monday. I know. Tonight. I. You think I don't know that? Why do you think I just said that? Okay. Yeah. And okay. all of our okay. listeners, because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. I mean. Oh, we can. <laughs> spoil it up the ass. Um. Yeah. We can be yes. like, sorry, you, you had a warning. Put that thing away. Show. You're going to get us all killed. Yeah. Really. Exactly. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it is our four-year anniversary, and and we're. So excited! We are we are still here, and we're amazed that uh, that we still got as many listeners. No, we're not amazed. We love it. We are yes. That does deserve a round of applause. Yay for you, little one. You must. Not chill. yet. Um, we're not we're not gonna chill yet. We we are over by, by Blogcock Radio's calculations. Forty five thousand listens strong. That means that's that a big somebody- that is a big Twinkie, dude, right? That's a chocolate-dipped, deep-fried Twinkie right there. Boy. So there's a reason, people. We have archives um, of all these fantastic episodes. And, I, you know, you can listen to them at your leisure. Just have a beer, you know, have have a sandwich. Coffee have two sweet. sandwiches. Have two sandwiches. Two beers. <laughs> okay. Have a party. And listen to us at the same time, multitasking. Mm-hmm. Um, but before, you know what, before we start talking about our, our uh, highlights from our shows, um, I got to ask you, because I know that stuff's been going on. What what are you up to, Spectre? Yeah, so I, oh man, you know, I did 
the worst thing I've ever done to my body in November. I um, my, my and I've talked about this a couple of times on the show. It was awful, just awful. It wasn't a sex thing. Um, I, yeah, it couldn't have been a sex thing after what I did in November. I, I was incapable. Um, I, uh, my cousin last year did a thing where she ran the 5K every day in November, and she did it for cancer research and raised a ton of money. She did an, an amazing job, and I looked at it, and I said, holy crap, you know, 5K is what, like a 25, 30-minute run? I can do that every day. I've got the time. It's, you know, it's not that cold in November. I can do that. Um, and so I did. I ran a 5K every day in November. Um, and it starts fine. You know, you run it for a week, and, and after a week, your cardio is building up, and you're feeling great. Um, and then, and, and you know, I'm not a kid. I'm not in my 20s anymore by a long shot. And, um, you know, after kind of two weeks in, I start to get pains in my knees and my ankles. Three weeks in, I'm getting serious shin splints um, to the point where my shins were literally swollen and bruised from the from the inside out. Um and 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 like the last day of November, I woke up in the morning thinking, "Holy crap! I've done this. This is my last day. I'm going to go out there and run a 10k instead of a 5k, just to underscore <laughs> the, the fact that I've done this." I got out there on that track, and I, I barely made it through 5k. I, I limped like the last few minutes back to the uh, back to the end. Um, but I did it. I raised, I think, 1,300 bucks for cancer research. Um, but you know. The, the high point for me was towards the end of doing that thing, um, there's a charity run in my town to raise money for the local schools. So I thought, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to be running anyway. I may as well take part in this charity run. Um, and my wife did it and my kids did it as well, which was which was awesome. Um, and I'd done this run, I think four years earlier, I'd done this run and, and did pretty well. I was like sixth in my class or something. Um, so I, I go out and do this run, ran my ass off, I just... I, I was running like people get to really steep downhill stretches and, and everyone's like, uh, oh, this is a little dangerous. It's slippery. There are leaves everywhere. I better slow down. I was running down those hills like the flash. I was like, I don't care if I slip and break my neck. I'm overtaking this 68 year old lady, um, you know, and, uh, doing my best to get to the front of the pack. So I finished this race, think I've done really great. And then they start announcing the winners in the different age classes and categories um, and all the men's categories are red, and I win nothing. And I'm thinking, holy crap, this sucks. Um, I uh, And then, uh, so I'm stood around, they start announcing the, the women's prizes, and they announce the fastest women of the day, and it's me. They've got a typo. My name is Simon. <laughs> they got a typo. They got me down as Simone. Yeah, and I won a gold medal for the fastest women's run of the, of the day. So, uh you know, hey, I won a medal. I'm freaking taking it. I don't care if it's the wrong gender. I'll, I'll swap gender any day for that. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, my God. That's so fantastic. <laughs> wow. That's Congratulations so, uh, on that. Well, and thank you for raising all that money, too, for for charity. That was a uh, – and when you, would, you started, I said, you know, I'm going to run a mile every day. He does that, I'm going to run a mile every day. So for three, four days – I was running with you, you know, I got on the treadmill and was just like, okay, I can do this, no problem. <sighs> yeah, like the fifth or sixth day, I went, yeah, you know, God be with you, because I'm not going to be, <laughs> sorry, Spectre, I, I, you know, <laughs> there was just too much going on, and so I applaud you wholeheartedly, 5K every day, that's, that's crazy pants, 
In fact, Guy Pyle. Oh, I, tell you, in the, uh, I just applaud the people who sponsored me because those were the guys who kept me going. I mean, literally, I was waking up at six o'clock yep. in the morning thinking, I can't go out there again. It's like negative something degrees and it's slippery and I really don't want to. And I made every excuse in the book. But the fact that people had stumped up a ton of cash for, for kids with cancer, and I'm thinking, I, right? I can't back out now, can I? What am I going to do? Sorry, kids. Exactly. No, 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 you no. know, um, yeah, uh, Geek Pile in the um, in the chat room, who uh, has run two marathons, uh, said shin splints are what made me stop. And then uh, Geek Pile also uh, uh, congratulates congratulated you by saying, "Nice win, old girl." Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Get used to it. So, yeah. uh, so that that was my crazy crap in November, but you guys had some pretty awesome stuff, and and even today had some pretty awesome stuff as well, right? Oh my god, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I know. I'm sitting here. It's, it's crazy. November. We did so much stuff in November. We're trying to figure, remember what we did while you were doing you the show. Filming, last week. Um, in the last show, right? You had a film crew turning up. Oh. Yeah, we had, thank you. It's not like it happens every day. It's not like, oh, that. Eh. No, it's just that we had the craziest November we've ever had in our lives. So, we, yeah, we had a, um, you'll see it in, I think, two weeks, um, two, three weeks top. It's, uh, yeah, it's, um, there is, we're proud to say that um, the initiative is getting some press. We uh, We were contacted by people, Magazine and Time Inc. together. They're they, they're together on this. They have a a series. It was, it's a twelve twelve part series called American Doers. And right now, if you go to I think it's PeopleMagazine.com. I I can't remember which is the most uh, visited magazine site in the world. Um, if you do People.com and slash American uh, Doers. I think that's the link. You will see. Um, uh, oh wait, we'll find it. We'll find, find it. it. Anyway, they'll put up a link. And anyway, they they contacted us. It's a series about people, um, Americans, um, who are well, just like the title says, doing things, who are uh, actively pursuing their American dream, um, and who are making things happen despite the the um, odds in front of them and we are number episode number eight in the uh, 12 part series so we're pretty excited about that so our house was filled with um yeah our house was filled with uh, um film crew uh which is why we couldn't do the last show with you and then three days later was thanksgiving week and we had 26 members of our family come over some came from new york and toronto Oh my God. So, yeah, that was kind of insane. So there's a reason I'm mentioning this, because that's when I started getting these little palpitations. <laughs> uh, I didn't tell anybody this, so this is kind of coming out um, right now on the air. I, I, the day before Thanksgiving, I, I wasn't having a regular heartbeat. And um, I hear that that can happen with stress and, you know, being my age, and that's none of y'all business what my age is, but I'm of the age where hormones dictate whether or not my heartbeat uh, decides to be, you know, steady. So um, I also have uh, heart disease in my family, unfortunately. And so I have to be really careful about these things. But um, on Thanksgiving night, it got, it got 
bad enough to where my niece, who's a um, who works in a cardiologist's office, um, told me that I should actually go get things checked out just to be sure. So I had blood work done, and um, I had to wear a 48-hour Holter monitor, which, if you don't know, is where they hook you up to an EKG, um, little tiny portable one that goes around with you for 48 hours and monitors your heartbeat. And when both of those came back, as the cardiologist said beautifully, they came back, they were beautiful. He said, my readings were great. He loved everything, all my levels, all my cholesterol, my triglycerides, et cetera. They were all good. Um, but they just wanted to do the cardiac echo stress, stress echo test just to be sure. And I did that today. And I did that today right after I came from my first day at my new job, which I started today. Oh, wow. No so, pressure then. No, right? It's, it's, you know, they, they started me today, and I didn't want to say I can't start today because I, I love the job, and I couldn't reschedule the, the stress test because it takes months to get yourself in. Um, so I actually I had a really good first day at work. I'm working, by the way, I think – if anybody's ever followed me on Facebook, on any of my accounts, I've got a couple of accounts on Facebook, and on both of them, I talk every week about doing Meals on Wheels, um, delivering meals to seniors and to the sick in your community. It only takes a couple hours each week, and it, it means a world of difference to seniors who wouldn't otherwise have anyone to speak to during the day. Um, but I found out that one of their offices needed help. So I said, you know, I, I devote a lot of time to the initiative and I devote a lot of time to, to a lot of things here in the household, but I think it might be time to help the, the um, organization that, that we try to help anyway every week with deliveries. So I got hired and Fantastic. had a great, right, I had a great first day at work today. And, <laughs> and um, I love the people there. And Jarno was it? No, it wasn't. In fact, the cool thing, my boss is so cool that when she found out I had this test to run today, an hour after work, she let me go a little early on my first day of work, you know? And yeah. and so, uh, yeah, so I took the test. You've never taken one, have you, Spectre? Because you've got just like this healthy body, healthy heart, et cetera. Well, yeah, I guess, no. Short answer, no, I haven't. But uh... Okay, good. I hope you never have to. I hope I never have to ever again either. I was really, really <sighs> confessional online here. I was really nervous. I was really scared. I mean, like the doctors, I thought, well, it's probably hormonal and, and stress. I, gee, I wonder why. But at the same time, you never know, you know, what they're going to find when they're actually looking inside your heart. So they hooked me up to this, this gigantic EKG thing, and they have you get on a treadmill and they, they get you to do inclines and speed-ups every three minutes. So every three minutes, the treadmill will go faster and it'll go higher. Um, it'll tilt more. So they want you to reach your, reach your target heart rate so they can see everything inside, you know. Um, and I was really scared that, that my palpitations would get worse or something would go wrong. But it, it went pretty well, right, Nightbug? It you did. There. It did. You were Super worried about it, and uh, I told you it would be great, and it was. It was. It turned out uh, so far. I mean, it, it turned out pretty well. Um, 
I didn't pass out and die, obviously. Otherwise, this is all the twist ending, and Rock's already dead, and you're all part of my weird, you know, uh, story here. But <laughs> no, I actually at one point when it was when the when the treadmill was really tilted, and I was going, okay, I really want to get to this target heart rate because once you get to the target, you can stop. And I was getting pissed. I'm going, I want to get to this target heart rate. So I I asked them, can I run? <laughs> And they said, sure, you can run. So I just started running uphill, and it turned out okay. So um, I have a lot to be grateful for, but that's what's been going on with us. Uh, So I'm going to take this time right here uh, to say, hey, if you were thinking about getting in better shape, if you were putting off till the new year, to um, do better things with your body. It's a temple. It is not a freaking garbage dump. I don't treat mine like a garbage dump. I take very good care of mine. The only problem I had was, like I said, a little too much and a little too much stress. And um, I'm definitely going to dial that back. But I would advise everybody listening right now to take a second and remember you have one body. It's not just there to carry your head around. It's there to take care of you, to take care of your loved ones. So whatever you're going to do, tomorrow is a new freaking day. And if you need any help doing anything positive for your body, for your health, you can always talk to us. We can turn it into a whole show, and we can encourage you. So I'm putting that out right right now. So there you go. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. We've become a Nike commercial. (laughs) And you know what? I I can't echo that enough. I I actually... um had my own weird medical deal recently where um and this was genuinely terrifying for me where i found a lump under my arm which you know i I have a history of of cancer in my family and uh and you know i and i i um i'm terrified of going to the doctors anyway i was i was sick as a kid and i and i see hospitals and doctors as places um not necessarily places that make you better, you know, places where sick people go. <laughs> and I and I don't want to go there. I don't want to be around sick people. I, I hate going to the doctors. So, But, you know, you find a lump, especially a lump in a place where, you know, cancer comes from, and obviously it's it's holy crap. You know, you, you need to take that seriously. So, I, you know, I, I actually, I ruminate for a week, finally go to the doctor, um, and it turns out, the most bizarre thing. It turns out when I was in San Francisco with you guys, apparently I got bitten by a spider and the spider bite became infected. So, so instead of a cancerous lump, I've got a gross infected spider bite. And I tell you, I have never been happier for a gross infected lump on my arm than I was that day. Um, No kidding. (laughs) So you got bitten by a spider. um, Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Apparently. I mean, I, I don't remember anything about it. I guess it was maybe AT&T Park while I was watching Sting or something. But uh, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, shut up. <laughs> you know, as you do, <laughs> just hanging out with Sting. Um, <laughs> but it maybe, yeah. uh, and it wasn't radioactive either, which was the sad thing. Um, sure. But, you know, the, the two things it taught me were exactly as you said, you can't ignore this stuff. Um, You've got you to gotta get it looked at. ASAP and <clears throat> turn and and I'm the first person in the world who would turn a blind eye to anything but man that that's something you can't um and and the other thing which sounds horribly morbid but was incredibly positive for me was I I realized that 
um, it was my birthday around that time, I realized that the age I was at was really actually not that much younger than the age that my mother was at when she died of cancer. Um, and, and literally, I, I worked out in some morbid equation that my life, if I were to live to the same age as her, I would be 73% complete on my life. And and that is a real holy crap moment of, you know, if I, if I was really three quarters done with my life, what the hell would I want to do with that last quarter? Um, and there's a lot, you know, really. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the message internally for me was, I'm, I'm not done. Holy shit, I've got, I've got a ton of stuff I want to do. Um, better get on and do it then. And, and that, you know, that to me was a pretty motivational wake-up call that life could be too short. I mean, who knows what's coming tomorrow, what's, what's around the corner. Let's not leave things until tomorrow. Absolutely. Okay. Now I have friends, you know, and loved ones who say, Oh, you got a life is short. You got to live today. I agree with that. There's a balance because I agree that yes, you should live as this life is short and you don't know when it's ending. On the other hand, if you have anybody depending on you at all, you owe it to them to try to be here a little longer. I think that especially if you bring people into the world that you have a responsibility to make sure that you're there until, you know, they no longer really need you for survival. So, Absolutely. you know, it's, you know, otherwise you're being irresponsible. So that could be a topic of another show. You see how I'm just uh, pulling up all these yeah, show right. topics. Here. Absolute balancing act between um, how much do I want to do versus how much am I capable of doing without compromising my health in a negative way. And, um, and, you know, I, I find that all the time, that uh, there are times when I, I, I travel with work and I'm stressed to the eyeballs with work. Sometimes doing the homeless outreach and all the other stuff we do is a, is a great remedy for that. Other times I'm so drained that I just cannot do it. And, and sometimes it's not a terrible thing to accept, you know, I've hit my limit. I just need to chill out and crash and watch TV or whatever, the, you know, have a bath, read a book, whatever it is that I do to, to chill out. Sometimes that, that's, you know, that, that's how you recharge and you go in with renewed energy, I think. Exactly. And you know what that brings me to something I want to talk about, too, uh, being this time of year. But before that, I think Bug's trying to edge in. and. Yeah, we wanted to take a quick station break here. Oh, okay. What have we got for a station break? Hey guys, it's Frost. Happy anniversary to Heroes Radio. Hope you guys are having a good anniversary. Hope you have many more anniversaries to come. You guys have been doing really well so far, and I hope you guys are doing well in the future. And Frost out. Oh, thank Aww. you. That is one of our favorite people who calls in. That is Robert Frost of the Paradox Core, a group of real-life superheroes, in case we hadn't mentioned it before. Yes, we are part of the whole real life superhero community and uh yeah we've got a bunch of really cool superhero friends. That's fantastic, yay. Yeah, we are having a pretty damn good anniversary, thanks. We're kind of we're kind of meandering and uh reminiscing and shooting the shit, but <laughs> you you can feel yeah. the love from over there, right? Exactly. It's what we do. It's what we do. In <laughs> fact I think we've got uh one more that uh, he wants to play right now we've got sure. plenty it seems wow we've got all these great anniversaries plenty plenty i said yeah so but we'll, we'll do one more and then we'll come back to them as the show goes on all right here we go happy anniversary heroes 101 radio this is temper from the washington initiative 
it has been amazing to see this show grow and change and become such a useful tool. And speaking of tools, uh, rock and roll and <laughs> Spectre are just great to listen to. Um, I think my favorite episode so far has been talking about different ways that we can go gray, like what a gray man is and how to be effective when you patrol, as well as ways to do um, kind of combat burnout if you are doing a lot of homeless outreach and volunteer work. And people have some great tips. And I think that's what is so great about the show is anyone can share a tip and learn more, and they can be replayed forever and ever and ever so I can stalk you into eternity. So happy anniversary, and here's to many more. Oh, Aww, thank you. that was cool. <laughs> I knew she really was going to call us tools. tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she mentioned tools. Watch. She's going to call us tools. Damn it, temporary or predictable. But that's why we love you. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, if, <laughs> if someone's going to call us tools, I'd rather it was temper. She's pretty damn cool. Yeah, she is. She's as well as being an awesome guest on our last show. And, you know, I think the episode that Temple was talking about, mentioning about combating burnout, I think that mm-hmm. was my first ever appearance on Heroes 101 as a guest before I took on the ignominious position of uh, co-host. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I think you're right. I think, And that that's a, a really... Back. That was a really important episode because, you know, not that any are more important than others. Some are more fun and some are more serious. Some are downright somber. But that is, is one of the most important things to do. I have friends um, who get close to burnout in the real-life superhero world. I won't mention Carter's name, uh, Impact, rather, because, you know, I, I, he's not listening. So I know he – no, I, I, he's totally listening. And <laughs> – <laughs> but that that episode is so important because you know you give it your all, you give it your all, and you realize I don't have any more to give. That's that's a dangerous way to be if you're out on the streets. So um, I think that uh, I'm glad you mentioned that that episode. And yes, that was one of the first times you were on. Wow, um, <laughs> you're gonna clear that up when you uh, impact is on our chat room thing. I'm gonna clear that up when I call in. Yeah, you do that, buddy. Call in so we can go back and forth with that. Um, speaking of, of of shows, you know, people are going, oh, okay, you have 105 shows. What, what would I be interested in? Well, you know what? We went back and we looked at the numbers, which are so uh, wonderfully provided by Blog Talk Radio, of, of which episodes have done the best you know, just have had enormous amounts of, you know, in the thousands of listens. And uh, we've got a dirty dozen that we want to um, mention to you real quick here. And maybe you'll hear one that sparks your interest. Remember, these are all in the archives, and you can listen to them at any time. Uh, And um, we will start with uh, number 12 um, is a replay. Yeah, sometimes Spectre and I can't do – live shows and because we've got life going on and we will ask you to listen to a particular um, previous show and we'll feature that show. And number 12 on most listens was a replay of um, we had a three-part basic self-defense show. And the second part of that series was uh, our, our most, our 12th most played um, episode. Number 11 was also a replay. This is so funny to us. It's, it was our in, our very first episode. It was, no, it wasn't. It was called Welcome to the Jungle. 
And that, our second episode ever, Welcome to the Jungle, and that was in 2012. It was a replay of that show. That show was specifically about nightclub bar safety. Um, so if you, you ever go to a nightclub... I've got to go back to that, that martial arts one, because uh-huh. if we find that episode one of that series wasn't even more listened to than episode two, that's just weird. Like, people were just listening to episode two, and, and they were like, I'm not listening to episode one. I know martial arts. I don't need to listen to that. <laughs> Easy shit. I'm going straight to the advanced lesson. And then did they listen to episode two, and they're like, I don't need episode three. I know everything now. I'm, I'm right? basically just flee. I mean... I don't know. That's, that's a little perverse to me, but maybe it's I know that 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 number two would come in there. So um, let's see. So yeah, number two of that episode came in twelve, and then we've got the Welcome to the Jungle came in number eleven. Number ten was a show called Apocalypse No, and it was emergency emergency preparedness and bug out bags, etc. And that was our very you know we've done one like every six months, right, Spectre? Yeah. That first one was um, the most listened to. Now, again, it's also one of the oldest. So the fact that these have been around for four years, it, we did take that into consideration, that they've got higher numbers because they've been around longer for people to listen to. So, um, But we'll balance that out later. Number nine was Tiger Todd. This is a man who we visited in Las Vegas. Nevada, who has helped over 40,000, that was not a typo, 40,000 people get off of the streets and back into being productive members of society. This man um, goes out on the streets and provides ways for people without homes to get to his seminars. And you're going to a seminar, really? These seminar? No, it's called Hero School. And the way the hero school, well, I'm not going to give you the way the hero school works. You can contact Tiger Todd yourself. But this man, 40,000 people, he's doing something right. And I honestly believe, you know, if there's the equivalent of a Nobel Peace Prize for someone doing that much for people just out of the kindness of his heart, I think he should get it. But that one was number 10. Uh, oh, number nine, rather. Number eight was Nation of Heroes, Spectre. It was one of our Nation of Heroes um, uh, episodes where we talked about that. So Spectre mentioned it earlier tonight that there's something called Nation of Heroes and um, and the Legacy Initiative was featured on it. You know what? You can hear Spectre's dulcet tones all over as he narrates the um, episodes and we will get back to those. I keep saying that, but uh, so much keeps going on. Well, now that I'm cutting back on everything going on, I want to get back to what we love, which is nation of heroes. It's, it's us taking the people that we've met uh, from here to New York and back again, who are unsung heroes um, in their, in their own ways. And, just, and including um, Tiger Todd and his hero school in Las Vegas, exactly. right? Exactly. Including Ty- Tiger Todd is the subject of one of these. So um, that's what Nation of Heroes is all about. And you can find that if you put Nation of Heroes on your Facebook browser bar, it'll take you to the Nation of Heroes page. Um, and you can watch those videos. They're 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 pretty inspirational. I, again, I'm biased. <laughs> no, I would um, agree. You know, I, I literally... Um, 
so the, the two episodes that are out there now, the first one is around Project Hope, which is amazing, and actually one of my favorite radio show episodes. Um, in fact, we've done several episodes about Project Hope, and they're all freaking fun, um, just because we have so many RLSH folks on it. But Project Hope is, in a nutshell, a group of real-life superheroes in San Diego at the same weekend as San Diego Comic-Con working on a huge homeless outreach project that's, that's been running for years. Um, so episode one of Nation of Heroes is Project Hope. <clears throat> episode two is a legacy initiative in, in um, Salt Lake City. And, and literally, I, I tear up watching the legacy initiative episode every time. No matter, and and I, I narrated it, but still, I, I tear up every time I watch it. <laughs> they do is incredible, and, it, and the message is so touching. It, it gets across so well what we do and, and the fact that... <laughs> dressing up or whatever it is we do, whatever stupid names we call ourselves, there's good <laughs> in the work that we do, and it's worthwhile. Ah, see? Yeah, I'd love to hear that because another one's coming up, and don't go anywhere because we're going to need your voice again. Sorry, we're, we're sticking you with that. you got to keep narrating them. Um, I try not otherwise to cry I when I do it, but I don't know. I, I alternate oh, between, that's it. oh, my that's voice it. doesn't sound like that, and oh, no. <laughs> You know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make this one specifically. I'm gonna pull. I, I don't know. I don't know if you ever heard of her, but there was a there was once. Uh, I don't know if I want to call her a journalist. Uh, Barbara Walters was this lady who used to interview everybody. Um, anybody who was worth interviewing, she would interview them on TV, and she had this way of always making people cry. Uh, she would ask these really deep questions, and eventually, whoever you were, no matter if you were a hard ass or not, you would end up crying. I'm going to make you cry with the next one, buddy. That's it. That's it. (laughs) That's true. You did get the female award, didn't you, for the... Yeah, exactly. Okay. Hey. I'm crying already. (laughs) He's crying already. (laughs) Anyway, back to your list. I knew it. I knew it. God damn it, Nightbook. Knock it off. Back to the list. I'll make this quick. The next one was our, our very first show, the launch, and the one after that was Self-defense number three. Okay, Ooh. the third part of that. Yeah, isn't that funny? The third part of that. Um, so part two got them hooked, and they couldn't resist part three. And even so more people jumped on the bandwagon. Three. They told their friends. Right? Yeah. That one was about home security, too. That was the third in the series. And then the next one was bullying, what is and what isn't. That's a really good one, guys. You guys should listen to that. Uh, number We're counting down to the number one most listened one. Number four was superfoods. That's with Sean Croxton. Again, that guy's famous. If you put his name in Google, Underground Wellness comes up, and he's had stars, everybody, you know, celebrities of all kinds, and just everybody in the uh, wellness world, you know, has been interviewed by him. And and we had him on our show talking about just superfoods and and the things, dispelling a lot of myths out there. So that's a three-part three-part series also, and you should listen to that. It also features one of our own initiative members, our Virginia Initiative uh, member, Sakata, who is also a registered um, nutritionist, dietitian, I believe. So that one was number four. Number three was our de-escalation episode, and that does my heart good because we need to constantly be de-escalating, especially if you're out there in the real-life superhero world. Number two, this one's great. If you're a real-life superhero, again, and if you're not, especially if you're not, this one should appeal to you. It's called Community Activism, Cheap, 
safe and legal ways to help your community. Come on. Now is the time to start helping your community. And the number one most watched show, or most listened show, rather, listened to, whatever, tongue-tied, don't care, was a show we did with a bunch of supervillains at Pirate's Landing in Utah. And that, is, <laughs> that, that, one. Was, that one was just insane. We did that with Captain Blackheart and Baroness Blackheart of the real-life supervillain community. Yes, there are real-life supervillains. There always have to be. Um, those were shows. Now, remember, those shows are the ones that have had years of, of you know, time to be listened to. So their numbers are going to be higher. The, the top five shows for the past year and a half that had just as impressive numbers are the ones with uh, Zero and Zimmer and Online Crime Fighting, our show with Mark McYoung, uh, our Super Heroine show, our Chase Masterson show, our To Mask or Not to Mask out there in the Real Life Superhero World show, and our Gray Man show. So by those numbers, you can tell, Spectre, and anybody listening, what a lot of our, our listeners like to, you know, get in on. Obviously, they, they're they're interested in this whole you know, fighting crimes online and when they fight crimes out on the street, do they wear masks? Do they not? Do they go gray man? And utilizing Mark McYoung's self-defense and Chase Masterson's anti-bullying. So, you know, I, I think I think we're seeing a trend here. Yeah, yeah, uh, very much. Yeah. Um, you know, the, you mentioned the, the Pirates Landing thing. I, <clears throat> I had another show that... Um, I think you you were away or you were sick or something. Oh no, you you had some other commitment because I remember you called in from the road on the way to that commitment. Um, oh, <laughs> and it was a Christmas show that I was hosting with Dark Guardian as my co-host and um, Captain Blackheart as <gasps> as our special guest. Right. And we had no real agenda. It was just rambling. <laughs> and and Captain Blackheart and I love Captain Blackheart to pieces. So don't don't get me wrong. Don't see this as a criticism. <laughs> He had been uh, hitting the Kraken pretty hard, and it was the most <laughs> rambling, meandering show. And we spent an hour and a half talking fervently about nothing. And uh, <clears throat> I remember Doug Guardian saying to me afterwards, what was that about? <laughs> like, what, what happened on that show? There was no plan. And uh, But it, uh, to me, that was hilarious. And, and the same deal, like, Cappy, after a couple of Krakens, is uh, is the perfect guest. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh my God, he's he wasted. he hosts another show uh, actually with someone who's in our chat room right now called Geek Pile, and uh, they, <laughs> he usually does that one pretty sober. But you're right, you get a couple of uh, of, of drinks in him, some rum in the old pirate, and he's just mom, 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 more than a parrot. He's like all that all that pirate pool stuff there. Very good. That's that's thanks. I see what you did there. I'm glad. Hey, in the chat room is saying, didn't he do the I love you guys speech? And I can remember <clears throat> vividly there was a point where you guys were calling in from the car and you had your, your young son in the car. And I'm going to call him Bob because I don't want to give away your son's name. And, and Captain Blackheart's on the show and he keeps saying, Bob, Bob, Bob. And eventually <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah, 
I love you, man. <laughs> he's freaking the best. He is. He's absolutely the best. All right. We have another station break. And that doesn't mean we're going anywhere. It just means we have something to play. All right. Hey, this is Z. And this is M. And we just want to say... Happy anniversary. Fuck you. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Fuck you. Okay, just one more time. Happy, Happy anniversary. anniversary. Fuck you. Happy anniversary, guys. Have Bye. Good. Bye. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. Okay. That was a... <laughs> we've had... We've had... Um, We've had M on our show, actually. People, lo- that was when we had Zimmer and uh, Zero on for the online crime fighting show. She was also on there and had a lot of, a lot of really good tips for people who wanted to use the internet to help them fight crime. And um, Zero Z, the other half of that greeting was, uh, he was actually my our original uh, co-host here on, on Heroes 101, and he has now moved on to creative, more creative um, avenues, so that's cool. We're excited to see where that goes, so thank you for yeah, that greeting, you guys. When Zero was originally doing the show, I was working with Zero in the New York Initiative, um, doing a whole bunch of crazy crap that we did back then, um, <laughs> but he would literally be on patrol, and he'd be, uh, you know, I've got to yeah. go and sit in the car for an hour and a half to go and do this radio show, and he'd sneak off, do <laughs> Heroes 101, and come back again but uh yeah those were the yeah, days that's how i met you we met you the very first time specter on a patrol with the here and i believe someone brought you a thor action figure because uh, for yes, those of you yeah. who haven't seen specter specter's got the long flowing hair and cosplay thor quite quite fabulously so it was it was really fun seeing that that very first night so all right and we got one more here, and then and then should we bring him on, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hey, this is Impact from the Extreme Justice League, and I just want to say happy birthday to Heroes 101 Radio. Short and sweet. Wow. You know, I think we should bring, because of that, let's, uh, Let's bring that goofball. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving Impact's radio voice there as well. That was <laughs> that was very different to the normal Impact voice. Oh yeah, you know. Let's yeah. see. Let's let's see if we can get the normal Impact voice here. Hold on a second. Let's that was so it. normal. I like I like the other Impact voice. Do we have the normal one? Hey guys. Hey, on, we just buddy. played your. Uh... I heard. <laughs> so that that voice came out from a number of great things happening at the exact same time. Um, I was oh, trying Lord. to just be a little bit quieter when I was recording that. And the house I'm temporarily staying in is really big. And there was, a, and I just moved in and there's a big empty room I walked into when I recorded that. And it just got this beautiful echo behind me. And that's what made the voice. <laughs> you were on the toilet, not, weren't you? I wish. That would be a way better story. I actually muted you guys when I went to the toilet earlier, just in case you called me on. So, great. great. We had we had that conversation earlier today on Facebook. We did actually, and I got a new word from him. I got a new word from uh, uh, Impact. By the way, for those of you listening, you're going, "Who is this guy?" Impact is a real life superhero originally from should I say Raleigh? 
Is or or Durham. Durham, technically. Durham, yeah, yeah, Durham, North Carolina, and he has just relocated to Biloxi. Is it? Yep, Biloxi, Mississippi. Biloxi, Mississippi. Which so is where Biloxi. I listened to the last two radio shows from. Also. Awesome. So you know what? You guys, Biloxi, Mississippi, you have a new real life superhero in the house. So, woo! There you go. So, oh, yeah. yeah, you have a favorite moment or a favorite? Well, you've been on the show a few times, so you can always, you know, be biased. Uh, say. Yeah, whenever yeah, I Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely some bias. There's definitely some bias towards the – I mean, because I had such a good time um, hosting those episodes or co-hosting those episodes, so I'm definitely biased towards them. I'm also biased towards the, the one that you guys had uh, DXJL on back when yep. you were doing the, uh, the interview series. Um, I listen to a lot of that. I really like the active shooter one. I found that one really informative. Um, oh. Yeah. And then uh, the bug out one was really good. And what was the other one? Oh, uh, Crimson Fist. I really like hearing his story. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a you know yeah he's a good guy and um, I'm <laughs> we're gonna be playing in a band together. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> he's also a musician. That's class. fantastic. Uh, it's like the first superhero band. Woo! Anyway, um, what was I going to say? I was going to say that back to that active shooter scenario. I know we've talked about this in the past, but for those people who haven't heard, that was our fourth show. You know, here we are rolling along, having fun shows, and suddenly Sandy Hook happened. And, um, you know, that tragedy, it's, it's still, to me, one of the darkest days in history. I'm sorry for me. It was it's horrifying. And I, I still feel how I felt um, that day whenever I think about it, but it, we changed whatever show we were, we had scheduled for that Tuesday and we changed it and invited um, an expert in firearms and defense, et cetera, on our show um, to, to speak about what to do during an act, a live shooter scenario, you know, and um, an active shooter scenario, rather. And the, the the most, I've said we've had somber shows. That is the most somber. And, and the weirdest thing was that all that happened when Nightbug and I had already planned to take our family to Disneyland. We were in Disneyland the night of the show. And he and I had to find a place to plug in our, our phones and to host the show right near the Small World ride. In Disneyland. It was near a small world, but you could hear uh you could hear the monorail right over us. Yeah. Monorail. Yeah. And and it was it was so weird just the, the whole juxtaposition of talking about this just death and live shooter scenarios, you know, in in light of the dark shadow that just had happened in what's supposed to be the happiest place on earth. So it was that was probably our weirdest moment on Heroes 101. So, yeah, really, really. I hope we never, never, never have to have a weird show like that again. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you um, know what, though? I kind of feel like, and we, we've done, you know, we've done other shows where we've kind of gone into into dark places, if you will. Um, but the whole reason we go there is to try to raise awareness and, and either stop these things happening again or to, to make people better equipped to deal with things when, you know, if and when the worst happens and, and they are confronted with this stuff. Um, 
and and it, you know I, I kind of think that's that's a service. It, it may not be all uh, you know it, it kind of sun and sun and butterflies, but at the same time, you know you, you've got to get that message out. You can't turn a blind eye to this stuff. And and if what we're doing helps even one person get themselves out of trouble, then it was worth it. That is absolutely true because in case you guys, you know, if you're going, oh, God, it sounds like a really dark subject, go back and listen to the active shoot, the live shooter scenario. The things they were talking about, the, the, the knowledge passed down there, the tips can save your life. So what price can you put on that? Listen to it. You know, have the knowledge before you need it, um, if you ever need it. Hopefully you'll never need it, but it's better to have it, not need it, Right. Um, and you're right. We do go down some dark paths. Like like we had a whole sh- uh, show called Stories from Hill. I think we were talking to RLSH about the, you know, the dark side, all the bad things that happened to them while out on patrol. That was a really interesting show too. And speaking of RLSH, oh. we've met in yeah. dark places. What the let's heck? Play, uh, let's play this guy actually. I'm thinking specifically of the time we patrolled with the XJL, and uh, it's a good thing this guy was there. Oh, in San Diego. Yeah. Hey there, True Believers. This is Night Owl, real-life superhero. Just want to take a quick moment to say I'm a huge fan of Heroes 101 Radio. These guys are great friends of mine, and I love all the work that they're doing. They are the definition of real-life superheroes. Support their work and all the great things they're doing. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Good night. Oh, dude. Wow. That's so Wow. What a nice man. <laughs> what a cool dude. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we were lucky to have, we were out on patrol with the XJL during Project Hope uh, that, that Spectre was mentioning earlier. And um, Nightbug and I, who were patrolling in Gray Man, that means just kind of blending in with everybody, uh, the surroundings. Whereas everybody behind us, about a half a block back, we're all dressed in superhero costumes. Um, we came upon this this uh, guy who had just hit the pavement, uh, and he was knocked out. And um, it was obvious by his puke and by just the smell of vomit that he had just passed out and hit the ground. And people were just walking over him, literally. So um, Night Owl just happened to be with the group half a block back. So we, we radio for him to come up and, and um, check this guy out. Night Owl is um, a paramedic. So he um, helped to take care of this guy and to stabilize him until the, um, the first responders came in and officially, you know, took care of him. So uh, it was, it was, it was catch 22 for me because it was great to see Night Owl in action, to see him do what he does. Um, and yet at the same time, this guy is probably having one of the worst nights of his life. So it was, it was awful to see that. But I look at the bright side that there was someone out there like us to help him. So really, really interesting night. Definitely. Yeah, you know, yeah. isn't that always true as well? Like I, I, <clears throat> whenever I've been out, uh, not whenever I've been out, there have been times when I've been out with newcomers to what we do and there have been comments from them like, uh, oh, my God, is that all? It was, you know, tonight was really quiet. And my response is, that's the best kind of night. <laughs> like, uh, to, exactly. And I think you've said it before, Rock, right, that uh, for you to have an exciting night means that someone else is having the worst night of their life, like you just said. And, and to wish that upon someone is kind of dumb. 
Um, and oh, it's egotistical. Yeah. So, um, That's one but, of my favorite quotes from you, actually. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You know, I, it's, it's, it's just um, kind of selfish of us to, to want to be someone's hero by hoping that someone goes through something really horrific so that we can save them. That just doesn't make sense to me. And doing the math on that doesn't add up. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, but like, like you say, it, it's pretty damn cool when you come across someone having the worst time of their life and you've got someone in your team who can actually help and, and you're prepared exactly. to help. Exactly. That, that's, yeah, that, that's the payday for me. <laughs> that's when it Yeah, definitely. Definitely the payday. Um, I th- oh, you got one. <laughs> oh, yeah. on that note, I want to say one thing real quick. So you mentioned burnout and you mentioned me. Um, yes. The thing is, I have never been burned out on the actual work. I love doing this. There is no point where I'm out there where I'm burnt out. The only thing I get burned out about is mother effing Facebook. I will never be burnt out about going out and helping people. That I love doing. That's like the most, that's everything to me. Like that makes me feel better about myself as a person. Yeah. Facebook, oh my gosh. Pretty quick. Just wanted to clear that up. No. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I should, I should have clarified that too, that I've never seen you, you know, complain ever once about being out there and you're out there all the time. Um, but yeah, like, like, like us and, you know, like Spectre, anybody who's listening probably who's done this real life is superhero stuff. Yes the burnout on just the whole Facebook drama and the crazy ninja lattes and the, uh, what are they? They're, they're, um, what's the word we don't use? Vigilante. Vigilante. We never use that really. Yeah. And, and there's so many of them out there wanting to take down the drug den. I tell you what, you take down your first drug den and some drug lords, we will give you an entire show to tell us how you did it. Just be sure you take a selfie. Yeah. With, with the downed drug dealer yeah. and the burning uh, meth lab right behind you. Yeah, the burning meth lab. The meth lab isn't exploding behind you, and you're not walking away slowly, you know, with all the explosions going on. <laughs> we don't want to talk to you. So, you know, but if you got all that, you got that picture of the guys laying on the ground with X's over their eyes and, you know, you holding up all the drugs that you just confiscated, then we want to talk to you. We'll give you a whole show to do on your own. How's that sound? That's right. Oh, dude, you asked for it. I'm, I'm telling right. you, next week our, our inbox is full of that. <laughs> We're getting spammed I'll, to death. I, I, will buy, I will buy them a drink. I will fly down to wherever they are and buy them a drink when I can afford it. Right? If, exactly. We, yeah. will, we will make them. Spectre can take his 3D machine and make them metals, dude. They will, they will get metals. That's what we're going to do for you. We're going to have we're going to have 47 Wait, for, for a 3D printed for a 3D printed metal I'll go take down drug drug down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there's one down the street from me so I'm from what I've heard. With 47 okay. movies in our <laughs> inbox with people walking away from an explosion that was supposedly a meth lab. Okay, you know, just to be clear, we are not advocating people walking into drug dens and doing. You know what? First of all, I, I have to tell you right now Stop. If you're new and you're a real life superhero right now, you can write me all the hate mail you want and I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> but I'm going to say this. Stop talking about how you're going to go take down the drug dens and the drug lords. Okay. You know what? Leave them alone. I'm not saying they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, they're doing something wrong. But you know what? There are other crimes 
with actual victims that need you more than they do, okay? You need to stop thinking that you're going to go all Charles Bronson on them, right, and just wipe everybody out. Go and freaking deliver food. Yeah, be real. Go deliver food to a homeless no, no, person. No, be real. These kids don't know who Charles Bronson is. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Don't think you're going to be Wick. all John, all, Wick. John Wick or kick-ass, okay? You're not kick-ass. All right. There are some, you know, and, and I, I, there are some people out there who want to go chase down, you know, hookers and, and go and harass them and, and get them arrested. I'm like, dude, victimless crime. Okay. Leave them alone. Go to where you're really needed. Okay. Leave those people alone. Let the police deal with them. You go and volunteer at a damn soup kitchen because those people need you more. Okay. Do some real good. And like I said, send me hate mail for that. I don't care. I need stuff to light my firewood anyway. I'll just use it for that. Oh, wait, hate mail is email, so it won't be anything tangible that I can print up and burn, huh? You can, we can print, print it up and burn it. Printers exist. Those are the things. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is a thing. Yeah. You know what, though? I would say, like, the two crimes that we fight on a daily basis are poverty and hunger. And those, those are the ones that are worth fighting. Thank you. Oh, my God, right there. Freaking poverty and hunger, okay? And we can do something about it. Even if you don't have a lot of money, even if you don't have a team, even if you don't have a goddamn super suit, you can still get out there and do something because seniors need food. The sick people in your neighborhood need food, and there are probably programs in place that just need someone to deliver them. You don't have to buy the food. Someone else is already providing it. Take it to these people. That's where they need your help. There. So, okay, you know I need to zip my lip because I'm getting too dang stressed Shut out. Up. Shut up. I know, I will. Hey, I have another station break, though. Okay. Let's do it. This is a, a recently converted, and we hope for good, RLSV. Real life supervillain? Oh, yeah. Oh. Hello, initiative heroes. Everywhere. <laughs> it's Lord Mole here from the United Kingdom branch. Wishing you all a happy anniversary and hopefully many more years of broadcasting. At this time of year, it seems much easier to be friendly. At least for now. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Fuck, wasn't it? That was awesome. <laughs> what is he, Australian or something? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get the accent, but um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lord Mole. <laughs> uh, where is Lord Mole from? He is. He's actually from uh, across the pond, like you, Spectre. Can you believe I that? I don't know. I didn't recognize it. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's a little muddy. I can't place it. <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, you know, how many more of those do we have? Because I'm thinking to myself... Uh, I've got a couple more. I can just play them now. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm liking Let's, these. It makes me feel like the popular I, kid in school, and I, I was never the popular kid in school, so I kind of feel like this is payback. <laughs> oh, good time. Lord. Oh. <laughs> uh, here's, here's one from another one of our guys in Illinois. Hi, this is Tree Song with the Illinois Initiative. I couldn't decide on a specific favorite moment because one of my favorite things about Heroes 101 Radio is the wide range of topics and guests and all the interesting ways to do what you can to help others in your life and your community. Oh, there you go. It is a really wide. We were talking about that. This is such a wide range of topics. It's 
It's, you know, tomorrow we're going to be talking about underwear, and then the week after that we could be talking about cigar smoke or, you know, something. Hey, don't mock me. It could happen, okay? Those are great (laughs) topics, actually. Yeah. Underwear is is important on patrol. If you don't wear the proper pair, you're going to get chafage, and that's not fun. You need to have proper underwear while patrolling. No, you know what? And coincidentally, right now, I'm smoking a cigar in only my underwear. So uh, I haven't got a cigar <laughs> in my underwear. I, I'm in my underwear, but uh, it's good. Well, good, because otherwise I'd be unsafe, and that's not what we promote here. You know what? I, I think we have to have a show about that, the underside of the troll, because it's true. He's absolutely the right. Underside. The underside. Are we calling yeah, it Commando? We, Mando. Oh, okay. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna elaborate on that later. Uh, oh, hey, here's the segue. I'm in. I am in. <laughs> we're doing this one different. All right. So here's here's the segue. Speaking of underwear, this guy has the underwear on the outside though, and he also has probably the best radio voice we've ever heard. It's superhero, and you know what to do. Happy anniversary to everyone at Heroes 101. I hope you have a super one. Oh. Wow. What a cool guy. <laughs> it is the coolest voice ever. My gosh. Um, I tell you what, we've got uh we've got someone on hold that we need to bring on. Um, let's see. They've been holding for a while. From the five four oh. Five four oh area we're about to bring you on. Hello? Hey five four oh, who's this? Oh, it's me, D.B. Deffin, a.k.a. Dark Defender. Hey, hey good evening. How you doing? Woo, now, Dark <laughs> Defender, we were supposed to, we wanted to bring this guy on because we had this wonderful seven-minute segment uh, for superheroes to say something about who they are. Uh, was it seven minutes? I can't remember what it was. but yeah, um, like. <laughs> You know what? Really quickly, could you think you can – Plug your team and who you are in a minute and a half. <laughs> I could try. <laughs> well, All right. Give, give, you know what that's called? That's called the elevator pitch. And usually that's about as much time as you get, you know, a little less actually. In elevator. But go ahead. Tell us about uh, the Justice Alliance Initiative. Okay. Well, all right. Well, uh, hey everyone. Um, I'm I'm Dark Defender, the Mass Crusader, uh, known on Facebook as DB Daffin. Um, I'm senior chief um, and founder of the Justice Alliance Initiative, based in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Um, um, we do a lot of things here and there. We'll go on patrol. We'll do um, homeless outreach. Um, just everything in general. Um, um, I've, uh, I've, ever since I became a real life superhero, um, I've, I've wanted to really do this. I've kind of had the idea of it as a kid, and I just wanted to go ahead and go full force with it. And uh, one of the main inspirations was uh, rock and roll, Spectre, Mr. Extreme, um, Impact, and some others uh, in the RLFH community. And when I seen them, I knew I wasn't, I wasn't the only crazy person doing this. And so <laughs> I knew for a fact that, okay, this is awesome. I want to do this. So I decided to go ahead and just spread it out to um, other friends of mine. And from there, we just launched the Justice Alliance Initiative. And so, yeah, so that's, that's, wow. that's all I can think of that's, right there. <laughs> no, no, that's, that is great. And you did it. You did it in all in just a minute and a half. Woo. Now check it out. 
The reason I gave you only a minute and a half is because we're supposed to have you back on on our uh, Super Seven segment, uh, which is where we we get to ask you questions about your 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 team and everything detailed ones, so that you'll have more time to to tell us more about your group and what it's up to and everything. So I didn't want you to give away too much of a spoiler, so we can have you back on on our next show now that we're starting to. Um, to have everything else in our lives die down a bit so that we can focus more on, on bringing the show back on time. Um, so would you be willing to come back on our next show and, and uh, subject yourself to the Super 7 segment? Oh, you bet. <laughs> we are glad to have you. Thank you for coming out here on Heroes 101. Uh, can you tell us one thing? What's that? Uh, I was just saying, no problem. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Well, and I, I got to warn you: when we pull you back on to the next show, we're going to ask you uh, what one of your favorite Hero One Hundred One uh, episodes was. So that means <laughs> homework. <laughs> homework. You got, <laughs> or you don't, you don't have to listen to all of them, um, even though we'd love you to. You can you can always just tell us one that you've already listened to and and what you liked about it. But save that. Don't 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 give away any more. So now I want to thank you, though. I want to thank you for joining us tonight um, on our anniversary show. And, thank uh, you. It's dark, and also dark. to you all, um, have a happy anniversary of, with um, Heroes 101 Radio. Oh, thank yeah, you thanks, so much. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for doing the good work. It's uh, always and, good to meet more people like ourselves. Absolutely. And that is Dark Defender, everybody, of the Justice Alliance Initiative. And he is going to be back on our next show next Tuesday. So we're not going to give you any more of a story because then it will be giving it away. So, And you are, let's see, we've got someone from the 901 on hold. Hello, 901 area code. Yeah, are you there? Hey, I'm here. It's Sweep. Hi, from TMI, the Tennessee Memphis Initiative. Holy moly. This is this is uh, this is uh, the leader of our Tennessee Memphis because we like we like going backwards that way we know it's Memphis Tennessee but if we said Memphis Tennessee we couldn't call it the then TMI. it's not TMI right I we mean, love you that. already know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so awesome we love having you on here um, God you've been listening to some craziness haven't you so far. Oh, I, uh, I've i been loving it. I mean, it's just, I, I love listening to everybody. My new, impa- my new, uh, my new neighbor impact down in Mississippi. Um, I've been just listening to y'all all go and it's been awesome. And now I'm intimidated. Cause like, how do you live up to, to how do you live up to that show? I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> well, you know what? You, you just reminded me of um, the last time I saw you was my first warrior dash and probably some of my favorite, Heroes 101 shows that I've been involved in have been really deconstructing the Warrior Dash, and we had the the one that uh, that I was involved in with you down in in, uh, in Tennessee in Nashville, and and Rock and Bug were a part of it as well. It was a freaking awesome weekend. Um, oh, that's the that's the first time I got to meet everybody actually, um, yeah. and of course I didn't I didn't get to go this past year just for personal reasons, but it was just great getting to meet everybody, and of course I I have the the uh, humble honor of actually getting to work for St. Jude myself. So just getting to, you know, meet everybody and see what everybody does for uh, does for us is just is just fantastic. Um, and I'm just is uh, being on the show is uh, an honor in and of itself. So I'm just great and grateful to be here. No, we, we oh, love man. having you on. 
And I've got to exactly. say as well, and just even just the thought of the Warrior Dash, first of all, it makes me shudder in terror that April just isn't that long away <laughs> from the next one. But uh, probably more importantly, um, Misfit is by far, I think, one of my favorite guests we've ever had on the show and have been lucky enough to have her on repeatedly. She is just awesome. So if anyone's listening in, they haven't listened to the uh, the old Warrior Dash episodes or the episodes we've done about fitness or, or you know, diet that Misfit's been involved in, she is uh, just an inspiration in so many ways. So check them out. Absolutely. Oh, She's yeah. a dynamo. You, 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 just, you just have to check her out if you haven't. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, you guys, people are listening in right now going, uh, in fact, we talked about it today when I was in, in you know, at the, at the cardiologist's office, and they're going, what's a warrior dash? You want to tell them what a warrior dash is in case anyone wants to join us? Because everyone is welcome to join us. Well, the warrior dash is phenomenal. It's not your average 5K. Uh, it is a 5K with obstacles. And by obstacles, I don't mean uh, run between the cones and jump a couple of hurdles. I mean, there's fire. There's barbed wire. There's mud. You'll be the grossest and the most tired you've probably been in your entire life, and you'll be so happy about it. It is one of the best experiences you could ever do, and there's no better way to do it than with a team. Wow, and that you know you should be on a commercial. That was awesome. I think we're gonna steal that. <laughs> exactly, that was better than I could have done. <laughs> I know, right? She got me all excited. I'm like, okay, damn, I'll start training tomorrow. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had the honor of uh, doing the Warrior Dash in uh, the, the same place we did it in Milky Way Farms, actually, uh, a couple of years before we all did it together. And I did it with a friend, but like doing it with one person was cool, but doing it with all of y'all was amazing. Amazing because, of course, I knew hard way slash old school beforehand, but that was my first time meeting everybody else. And I was, like, intimidated because I was like, oh, my God, all these people are amazing. I'm nobody. What am I doing here? And uh, But it didn't matter. It didn't matter because, of, of course, a lot of you didn't know each other either. I didn't know that. Uh, y'all played it off real cool. But, um, but it was just phenomenal because I'd be, like, trying to claw my way out of this mud pit and I would just look up and there would be somebody's hand because we were all in it together and it was it was not uh, trying to prove something race it was a we're all working together and I think it's a great analogy for what uh, the RLSH movement is about is it, even though we're working in different part uh, parts of the country um, and some of us are working in teams some of us are on our own we're all working together towards a common goal and I think that was what really kind of catapulted me into into the movement was just that that realization that like even if I'm not seeing it like I was in the mud pit I know there's always a hand there to like kind of help me out of it and it was it was just a great feeling and I would do it again in a heartbeat Wow, you know what? You yeah, you summed it all up for me right there. That's that's what that whole real life superhero movement. You, you just put it all together right there in that statement. And damn, I can't wait for the next one now. <laughs> <I'm> very <laughs> impact. Are you still there? I know you are, right? Uh, yeah, no, I'm still here. Now impact. I know I'm impact still. did his first one. Not uh, let's see, just not too long ago too. And yeah, uh, we got to drag. We, actually. Yeah, that one was great because that was the first time that, and it it was it was Spectre and Misfit and Ira. They were the first uh, and uh, Sakura Sakura is that how you pronounce your name? Mm-hmm. Um, they Sakura, were the first yeah. RLSH that I had ever met in person. 
and that was at the Warrior Dash. So that, so that one was a big deal to me just because I had never actually worked with anyone before, except for the guys that I like recruited on my own. So that was awesome. And it was a blast. And don't listen to Spectre complain about it because he kicked ass at it. He was in the front of the group the entire time. <laughs> so oh, you. So you, you were right there with there. me. It was a team effort. Man, so I, I, I have 100% yep. faith in you. I have faith, man. You're going you're gonna to kick ass in the next one, too. <laughs> okay, you know what? For those people listening, and so let's all talk about the Warrior Dash. You know what? It happens all over the country at different times. Um, all I have to do is go warriordash.com. But this particular one that we are doing um, together, and I think this is the latest one we're all doing together because we've been doing this for four years. And uh, under Misfit, another real-life superhero who's also a professional bodybuilder, um, under her her guidance, we have been able to raise um, over $100,000 for St. Jude's Children's uh, Research Hospital. So um, that's a huge thing, and anybody's welcome to join us. I'm not kidding. The next one we're doing is in, is it March or April? Um, okay. it, it's, it's March April, or April. April. Oh God, he's got that that date memorized now. There in L.A., Chino, California, April tenth. There you go. There you go. Oh, April, April. oh my God, wrong. I said it with such confidence, you believe me, but it was April eighth. But close. Okay, April April eighth, and everybody. So make sure you pay invited. your taxes first, because <laughs> you yeah. might be too tired afterward. <laughs> right, exactly. April eighth in in Los in Southern California, you know Southern Cal. Come on down there, man. We're all going to be there together. And if you're worried, I can't do that. I can't do a 5K. I can't do these obstacles. Yes, you can. You know what? I yeah. am – I'll say it. I don't care because uh, I, I don't feel it. But um, I am in my 50s, and I did it for, what is it, three years now. And you know what? If I could do it, you can do it. Uh, there are people of all shapes and sizes and all types of uh, physical, um, don't look at me, I get it on me. <laughs> Bug is just staring at me while I'm talking about this. And no, I'm, I'm waiting for the chance to play my reaction clip to most what most people think your age, think of your age. Yeah, well, it's I'm I'm very immature, so it keeps me younger. So um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, I was saying it, it, it doesn't matter if you're if you aren't in the best physical shape you've been in in your life. Honestly, it, it helps if you train a little. Yes, it'll make it that much easier. But I've seen people who've got no training who joined us, especially that day in Tennessee, uh, who just joined us, you know, like uh, the week before and, and still were able to make it. And you know why? It's just like Andrew, uh, Sweetie Pie said, that if you're, if you're down and you're needing help, you're going to see a hand reach down to help you. Um, that's not a metaphor. It's, it's, it's literal. You will see a teammate's hand because we are only as fast as the slowest person on the team. We all, and that's usually me, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, even the fastest ones like, like Spectre who will go running ahead of everybody will still come back to make sure that everybody's okay. So, you know, think about it. You might want to join Misfits um, team. We're called the Misfits for Life. So, and you can find out more about us on active-ism.com, active-ism.com. 
and just join our team. Everybody's welcome. You'll find new friends. You'll love them, I promise. Anyway, okay. So, yeah, <laughs> enough about that. I'll shut up. I was just going to say, is that the reason we keep running back? I, I just kept running back because I wanted to do the obstacles again, but every time I did, there was always someone there to help up. Wow. <laughs> Yes, everyone is as selfish as my awesome partner. Oh, shut up. <laughs> okay. Anyway, no, that's that's when you just say no. I totally ran back to help people. It wasn't for the obstacles. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I go. I go in the mud to help people. <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, Specter. Oh my God! I just looked up, and we have two minutes left. In really? Oh, man. What the hell? <laughs> That went by a little too fast for me. Thank you. Um, also, I, okay. I missed the beginning of the show, but did y'all forget to uh, tell Impact happy birthday? <gasps> Impact. We Ready? Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Thank you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Impact. And happy birthday to you. That was awesome. Thank you. Look, you had it. You guys can't see it, but I'm blessing it. We love it. Well, we've got 90 seconds left, so Spectre, do you want to take us out? Oh, my goodness. My my mind is blown. I, I I am honestly so grateful for the chance to be on this show. I learn something every single show, and I learn a lot every single show, not one thing. Um, So I'm grateful to be here. I'm even more grateful for the people who listen in, the people who sent in recordings, our amazing guests who called in and are in the chat room as usual, uh, our faithful faithful followers. We, uh, We wouldn't be able to do this without you guys, so it is awesome. I guess most of all I'm grateful for my lovely co-host and our man Nightbug on the soundboard. So uh, thank you guys as usual. I'm looking forward to doing a shit ton more, if that's (laughs) true. We got to do the underwear one. That's all I request. We can do it. Yeah. (laughs) Underwear and more Star Wars. You know, at the very end of the show. I'm calling Jim's on underwear. I'm calling the underwear one. My last thought, my favorite quote from any show was the last Star Wars show that we did where Captain Blackheart was talking about um, Kylo Ren, and he said, when Kylo Ren lost his temper in that ship and smashed up his microwave, every time I watch The Force Awakens now, I see Kylo Ren smashing a microwave. <laughs> so thank you, Captain. <laughs> well, with that, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Happy anniversary! Thanks, everyone. Happy Good night, all. Good night.